It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Diller. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week we're reviewing The Batman. Bum, bum, bum. Disney Plus gets the Defenders this month. Confirmation. Mm-hmm. We're taking a ride on the bullet train. Pew, pew, pew. And more. <laughs> That's not what bullet yeah, we, train means. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, we just came off of our recording for the spoiler cast for The Batman, so we are primed and ready to talk to you about all the news this week. Uh, but also, huh. I, I feel like uh, there's always so much pressure, right, when we're talking about uh, films when we're reviewing them, because I feel like we're kind of putting a somewhat definitive opinion out there in the world, right? Uh, so it's kind of nice uh, transitioning into the news episodes where we can kind of just be fools and just like talk about oh, yeah. things uh, with kind of like out any any real repercussions. You know, we can always uh, uh, we can always like very uh, uh, tastefully backpedal over the, uh, over a couple of weeks if we feel like the opinion we put down wasn't very oh, good, yeah. right? Well, that, I think that's <laughs> the thing. We can change our opinion. It's a podcast, Mike. This isn't we're not recording in stone, if you will. Uh, thankfully, but I mean it's it's fun. If you, I, I I always enjoy the review episodes. I'm sad we haven't got to do nearly as many as we had been doing. They do take more time on our end, but it's still fun to do them. And you know, we we Batman is always such a, a hot topic. He's just so hot right now, Mike. So hot. And uh, ironically, I'm sure that there's lots of Batman clothing at Hot Topic. Yeah. Uh, this this Robert Pattinson uh, has already been in a hot topic plenty of times That's on true. Twilight T-shirts. So That's now right. he's back as Batman. My my friend, I uh, one of my friends I was at with this weekend uh, showed up Friday with a Twilight T-shirt on, uh, and he wore that. And then on Saturday he changed into a Shania Twain T-shirt. So uh, <laughs> I, I love Matt. Matt's Matt's got such a great style. I hope he's listening to this. But um, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's totally fun. unironically, not just watching it just so I can um, make jokes of it. Uh, I have never seen any of the Twilight movies, but it, it is such a big part of kind of like pop culture out there. I, I feel like I, I should just watch them and I mm-hmm. do kind of just want to watch them, you know, so, just put them on in the background just so I can like understand what people have been like talking about for like the last like 10 it's, years. It's funny you mentioned that because a couple of weeks ago, another podcast I listened to started, they were like, hey, we're going to do Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight uh, reviews. Uh, it's that caravan of garbage stuff, you know, we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, they literally like, we gotcha. We're doing uh, Twilight, so they did five episodes on all twi- all the Twilight movies instead of the <laughs> Batman. And it's, people were kind of like, I guess, I guess some people were pissed off at the first one. I was like, that's a pretty good joke. Like, we're they're they're instead of doing Batman, they're doing Robert Pattinson Twilight walkthrough, and they they neither of them had watched it, so it was funny inter- like hearing them watch it every every week and and we come back. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but you know, if if you're looking for something to do like just to laugh at while you're doing it, I think that'd be a good time. To, to step in the, step back into time back in the 10 years ago 15 years ago when twilight was was huge and taken off and mm. and uh just you know just permeating pop culture because robert pattinson you know he's come a long way i watched him in uh western tenant uh what was it the um the lighthouse a couple years ago i mean he's he's come a long way since his uh what was it uh cedric diggory days and in, in harry potter and, and twilight days so that's right he was in the goblet of fire that's right. Uh, 
But if you're looking for some new content to watch, maybe something that's not legacy fantasy content. This, uh, so this is funny <laughs> because this this is on my watch list to watch right as soon as we get done with this already. Oh, gotcha. There this is, is a fantastic. New, there is a brand new show on HBO Max called Our Flag Means Death from uh from a podcast favorite creator, uh, Taika Waititi. Yes. Uh, this is a show that I think is somewhat rooted in um, uh, historical um, fiction uh, about a kind of fancy man who uh, decides to become a pirate in, I think it's 1717, which is kind of like the kind of era of pirates. So, Chris, since you haven't seen it yet, I won't really spoil anything. But there's three episodes available on HBO Max. There, It's a half-hour comedy. And um, Taika Waititi does make an appearance, which mm-hmm. uh, he's on, like, the marketing materials. And I'm sure he, if he, I, I never saw a trailer for it, but I'm sure he's yeah, in the trailer as well. He, he is in the trailers. Um, they've been, they've mm-hmm. been playing... Um, HBO Max doesn't count that as quote unquote advertising because it's its own content, but I, I've seen it pop up on there. And he did direct the first episode as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he didn't create the show, he didn't write it, um, but uh, he did direct that first one and does play that the character. I I instantly knew uh, Riss Darby as soon as I saw him in the trailer. I'm like, I love Riss Darby. Like he is he is fantastic, right? Like he he's uh, you fly to the Concords. Uh, he uh, what what's that? Um, he was in Jumanji. the original. He was also in the original "What We Do in the Shadows." What well. we do in the shadows? Yep, he's one of the characters. But you know, he's the the narrator in the, the Jumanji movies. And then you watched um, "Guns Akimbo." He's the homeless guy in "Guns Akimbo." Uh, oh yeah, he living is, the street. He he, he's pretty funny in that one. But I I, I absolutely he's just a fantastic uh, New Zealand comedian who, who just everything he does I just have to watch because he's just so funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how many episodes that this first season is going to get. My guess would be low, but Six. at the end of the at the end of the third episode, they do uh, kind of a sneak peek at episodes four through six. So I'm I'm assuming that that is a sneak peek at the rest yeah. of the season. So, so uh, it's releasing literally across uh, two weeks. So the first three were March third. The next three are March tenth. Oh, okay. So it sounds like you'll want to jump on board of this, uh, pun intended, because yeah. it's a pirate boat uh, pretty soon before this is kind of uh, done and out of the water. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Literally we watched the, out of the water. <laughs> we watched the first three episodes, had a good time. So yeah. uh, looking forward to Thursday to catching the, the other three, the second half, I guess. Yeah, the back half. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Um, We were also mentioning talking about uh, Flight of the Concords this weekend. Uh, so that's, uh, that's good to see he's out really being the main he's the main actor right you'd say in this one yeah he's yeah, the main so, character so um yeah I'm, I'm thrilled to watch it that's actually on my to watch list so glad glad you got to get a chance with that then i've been talking to you um i've been taking my vr to the next level mike uh i've been using my pc to emulate or to play the vr games and stream to my portable headset which is um one of the oculus features you don't have to buy the rift that's always connected to the pc you can use the quest to stream off the computer and I got to do Rock Band VR for like an hour or two this week um, in what little downtime I had. Uh, and uh, it is by far one of the most mediocre games I've ever played. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I think I said this as much to you. I'm like, it's just okay. You don't see the buttons. You don't play like you would Rock Band. You're just supposed to like strum and like rhythm to the song and just press buttons and like patterns like back and forth. And um to me, like, there's no r- the point of it. It kind of got boring after, like, three songs in the tutorial, which was kind of sad. So I can't recommend this to anybody who tried it. But there's apparently a air guitar game for VR that actually <laughs> well, 
tracks that's where your what hands I, are. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It kind of sounds like rock band VR is just like air guitar simulator. Well, I, I, you actually, so I, with rock band VR, you, you have to have a, um, a, an actual rock band guitar hooked up to it to use it. Um, oh. So I do. So you have that and you do it. It's fine. But it's just not as, it's not like you don't get credit for hitting the notes in the right order, actually playing the song, how you should play it. Uh, which is a bummer because rock band's a staple over here. Rock band slash guitar here. We all love them here. Um, we played some of that after we did the VR um, in the house, just you know, to just kind of blow off some steam. It's just a fun co-op game. Uh, we we've always put on no fail mode and just let it roll. So uh, always always a good time. But um, not much else. The Batman three hour movie took up most of my week, so I had to work everything else around this. Uh, and then I spent this weekend playing board games with um, friends uh, for our, our annual convention if you will uh it's called PribsCon, and you, you you i don't know where this came from you can't ask me we don't sell tickets yet maybe next year mike you can come we'll we'll have it we'll get you a, a professional pass or a press pass you can come no thank come, you i appreciate that but we play board games a lot of people there we played a lot of board games a lot of good ones uh one of them i, I really enjoyed it was called um uh something that merchants of the dark road a lot of setup in this game but very easy to play really enjoyed it i'll probably talk more about it later but you know, um, we, we are a superhero news show. I want to get into the superhero news, which is very, very light when a huge movie comes out, right, Mike? This feels mm-hmm. very similar to when Spider-Man came out because you're like, no one knows going to compete with this. Like, you're not going to take Spider-Man out of the spotlight, right? Uh, so um, the Batman came out this week, and we just we just did our review. So we can probably go into our spoiler-free reviews about this, Mike, if you want to you know, dive into this now-in-theaters movie. Yeah, uh, for now on, for the rest of my life, uh, watching a new Batman movie is going to be a meta experience as opposed to how it was when I was a child, right? Uh, Batman has been interpreted so many different ways on the screen now. He's Mm -hmm. just become a different creature compared to other comic book and superhero movies. So I feel like I can kind of come at it from almost a, uh, it's going to sound so pretentious, but almost like an intellectual view, right? Of like, oh, how is this director going to interpret this character now yeah so i'm looking forward to the next couple decades to see all of the different interpretations of the batman but as as i can say for now in this current decade i'm enjoying what's happening i thought the performances in the batman were great uh robert pattinson i think is a great addition to the cape and cowl looking forward to see what he'll be doing in subsequent movies um we talked at length of the supporting characters in our spoiler cast and i think that's well deserved because there's lots of great performances but not only is there a lot of characters in this movie there is a lot of runtime so if i had to kind of pick one particular sticking moment for this movie it would be the runtime i think if we could Mm -hmm. find a way to trim this movie down a little bit i think i would be um I would be more evangelical about kind of preaching the praises of the Batman. But overall, I thought it was a great film. Matt Reeves came at it with a perspective and a direction that made it feel more unique than some of the other superhero movies that we've had in a while. And yeah, I'm looking forward for the train to keep moving. I don't know if I can quite say the same thing for maybe the HBO Max spinoffs that may or may not come from it because I think that'll kind of be a maybe a different flavor Uh, but overall uh i would say overwhelmingly positive on the batman chris what about you spoiler free spoiler free i i think we talked i'm a little more lukewarm i I think this overall 
actors fantastic uh beautifully shot beautifully looking film sounds great i just feel like the writing leaves a lot to be desired um i think for me if i'm looking forward to anything uh, is the inevitable sequel right where can we take this where can we go now that we've got this kind of out of the way it's not an origin story you know by any means but like i want to know what's next and what we can expect because it's always fun to see a character arc an evolution right and like as you mentioned Batman's not going anywhere. They've probably got Robert Pattinson for the next, you know, uh, five to ten years at the least. So, um, what's the, what's the, what's the next step? What's the growth of this? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Because I think, you know, to me, it's a lot like uh, you know, Wonder Woman, right? Enjoyed the first Wonder Woman, really, really good interpretation, great journey. But then, you know, when you let the director have too much, in 1984 came out, and it's just a shit show. You know, uh, this movie is very much, as we said, I, the director has free reign to do what he wanted in this movie, and he did by a long shot. I cannot fault him for that. It is very much what Matt Reeves wanted to do. Um, but I'm hopefully that, you know, smarter heads prevail, and if he has the same, you know, um, control and, 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 and opportunities in the second one, it doesn't go Wonder Woman 1984 on us. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking about here. Uh, you know, overall, again, I, I still say people need to watch this in theaters. This is a, it's something you want to experience in the theaters. The, the way it's shot, the lighting, the sound, everything comes together very well. Like this is, this movie is not an accident, right? Mike, like everything, all the physical components of this movie, all of the, the technical aspects are, are perfect, but it does suffer. And the story might help if it was tightened up a little bit or answer some questions. I think I, I posed in the, the, the spoiler filled review uh that's also in our thing if you listen to it but um yeah overall I, again I'm, I'm lukewarm on the batman um you know not my favorite not the worst by any means i'm glad i got to watch it was glad i got to see it in theaters and, and imax and and you know i hope everybody else gets the opportunity to watch it um shortly as well and to to prove how popular this it it's already made half a or not half a quarter of a billion dollars uh, around the <laughs> world in uh, one weekend so uh, I think it's fair to say we are going to get another Batman movie from Matt Reeves, Mike. What do you think? It's uh, pretty safe yeah, to the, say. The writing is on the wall, as they would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. <coughs> and I agree. <coughs> you have to excuse me for a second there. Um, the the ancillary characters are, are huge in this movie. Um, yeah, we, we already know about Catwoman. We know about the Penguin. Um, but apparently, I'm going to jump into our next bit of news here, Mike. Uh, not trying to speed through it, but like the Penguin show spinoff show originally started as the batman sequel um i say originally because who knows what that's turned into now is it a prequel for the penguin pigeon uh the penguin (laughs) uh is it still a sequel is it you know separate like what what are they evolving these spinoff shows including gotham pd slash now it's like arkham or catwoman based on how people are reacting to the movie or or what plans the sequels now hold i mean they've probably written the sequel like outline at least on a napkin yeah I think the one thing that I can say for sure, no spoilers, but after watching the Batman, I don't want to go backwards, right? I don't need to go back. I don't want to see the origin story of the Penguin, even though I believe Colin Farrell had an amazing performance as the Penguin in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to push forward, right? I want to go forward. We don't even have a whole lot to go back on when it comes to the Batman because yeah. we do know that this is a uh, year two early on Robert Pattinson Batman. So we know if we're going back further, we're not going to be seeing any Batman uh, in the Penguin. And I'm not even necessarily expecting to see the Batman in any of these HBO Max spinoff shows. But that's just kind of my uh, prequel-itis always in the the back, the base of my skull. I don't don't necessarily want to go back a 
especially since mainly what we've been seeing so far in this uh, Pattinson universe is just a lot of um, mobster stuff, right? And I don't yeah. think that stuff is particularly interesting. I don't want to see how somebody became like a cr- like well, a crime lord or open up a club or anything like that. Let's yeah. move forward to things that are a little bit more compelling. Yeah, I think I think uh, that begs the i'm I'm gonna liken this to peacemaker is the penguin spinoff similar to the peacemaker spinoff right like is it i mean that's a good way to that's a good way to think about it because we didn't really care for peacemaker you know we asked why 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 then you get a spinoff show really good spinoff show you know but like it also used minute flashbacks in the show without being you know a prequel right and and built the character going forward which is really cool so are they using you know the success of peacemaker and the penguin going forward to show us something new, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, peacemaker seems penguins? like a. Gr- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is kind of curious, right? Uh, you know, at what point in time we're, will we see an armored penguin with a rocket launcher mm-hmm. at any point in time? Yeah. I don't think so, is based it, is on it, the kind it, of universe that we've been we've been revealed. Is his pet name Penguiny, like Eagle was Penguiny? Oh, no, I'm always gotta it's be bad. A, always got to be a bird somewhere, yeah, yeah. something flying. Maybe there's but, a clue that we can talk about with uh, things that yeah. fly with wings. Yeah, uh, but the penguin, I can, I can definitely say this for sure. Uh, I did not care about this spinoff at all, but after seeing the Batman, I care a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll be rushing to HBO Max uh, at midnight to watch when the first episode drops, but um, I'll be there to check it out. If it truly is to tie into Gotham and tie into what's coming in the Batman as a whole, I would love to see that, right? Like, that's why what the Penguin and all these spinoff shows need to do. They don't just need to be fractured little bits that, that don't tie back in at the end of the day, right? They need to, to come in and coalesce to where hopefully the Batman 2 or whatever they call it um, actually feels the results of these shows after they've aired for a season or two in between the movie productions. And, you know, I, I don't need... Colin Farrell, I'm sure, wants to probably not be in his... Uh, makeup to be the penguin all all day to be in these shows so hopefully that's not why if they do a prequel that's why just to show him skinny and then gain the weight <laughs> no it's just going to be the first episode is going to be like 12 months later and it's going to be the penguin getting off a of stairmaster and it just looks no. like colin farrell it's just colin farrell <laughs> yeah exactly and that guy has come a long way in superhero roles remember when he was bullseye oh uh, yeah with, with against the other batman ben <laughs> affleck i mean Woof, man. Uh, I would love to like just do like one of those like little thought webs of like actors who have played superheroes and like multiple ones and how they all connect at the end of the day. So, um, yeah. Overall, I th- I think the penguin. I-, I agree with you. Like, I thought it was not a fun idea, but after watching what you know is in the movie and how the acting is and everything, I think it's got some potential. And uh, it just needs to be more than like you said. Hey, I'm opening up an underground club, which is a front for laundering money at the end of the day, kind of thing. Because that's yeah. that's no fun. And, may- and maybe honestly, that's how this show got greenlit to begin with. Maybe there was never an idea of a Penguin TV show until they saw Colin Farrell in the makeup, in the costume, on like day two of shooting, and they're like, mm. "He is like, he is really killing it. He could probably carry his own show." And then maybe that's when it gets brought up the yeah. ladder. Yeah, I really, I really like him. And I, this is a spoiler because this is in the trailer in the in the car chase scene. I think that's really, really fun. So. Um, and that's not even the end of the character in the, in the movie. It's really, really fun what he does throughout. So uh, I'm down with this. Let's let's get some more news. Let's let's get it into production. I'm tired of talking about it. 
let's get it going, folks. Like, let's start rolling cameras. Lights, camera, action. Batgirl, back in the news yet again. I feel like we're getting Batgirl news every week at this point. Um, <laughs> this isn't a bad thing because take a look at this very, very close-up photo of Brandon Frazier, or at least his stunt person, in the um, Firefly costume on set here. We saw him yeah. like... That is straight up a PA on set, got their phone out when they weren't supposed to, or yeah. somebody's iCloud got leaked or something happened they, here. Cause this is not a telephoto lens shot. No, the, like this is like some person like right next to him taking the photo. Uh, he's on the <laughs> back of a fire truck, obviously. Um, there's also some other ones uh, of this. I think it's like a darker suit. It looks like more like the ones like when they're actually using the fire, like the burn suits or whatever, um, flame return, but like, this looks pretty close to Firefly. What I would imagine the Firefly outfit translated from comic books and video games to real life look like, right? He's got the the tanks of stuff on his back, the flamethrower wrists, the big mask with the breather, and the the old timey, you know, scuba eyes on it. So um, mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. I, I've got no qualms here, Mike. Any anything you want to add to it? I mean, yeah, I think we'll. I think now's the time to maybe see a couple more. Uh, set photos of uh, Batgirl in the costume, right? We had the yeah. official kind of uh, PR Bat- released photo. So now give us the uh, give us the the set photos where there there's wires and stunt yeah. suits and everything. I'm looking forward we, to those. We've had Batman, we've had uh, the um, the Commissioner Gordon and Firefly, but like very little Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So or it's Batgirl, right? Yeah, Batgirl. So uh, yeah, give, bring on the Batgirl. Let's see what else is going on. I want to see what's up with this. This is again HBO Max in uh, probably December of this year. So um, yeah, thrilled to to step back into the DC universe. A small trailer for a property that's been delayed uh, a couple years now. By now, is DC League of Super Pets hit earlier this week, and um, while there's really nothing new in it, the biggest detail is Keanu Reeves is voicing Batman in this in this show in this movie. I don't think the heroes are going to have many lines, right? Like early on they're they're like kidnapped or brainwashed pretty early on. Uh and it's just the pets who are going to have most of the movie, right? So this this kind of feels like similar casting news when we learned that Nick Cage was going to be kind of noir Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Kind of taking these uh, iconic uh, actors and kind of just putting them in like voice roles of kind of silly superhero characters. So I'm okay with this type of casting. This is this is mm-hmm. this is always fun. Yep. And John Krasinski is uh, Superman playing opposite of that. And wasn't didn't Nicolas Cage also voice Superman in um, uh, Teen Titans go to the movies? Yeah, I think you're right. Because he was supposed to play Superman in the 90s because they had those really awkward mm-hmm. photos of him doing that. So, yeah, I mean, Counter Reeves voicing Batman, that's, that's just going to be a fun time. I think this is, I wouldn't say this is going to be a sleeper movie of the year, but this is definitely something that's going to be really fun to watch and have a lot of references that you normally can't make in a, in a, a live action film along the way. Um, will I see it in theaters? Mm, I don't know, but very, very excited. To see what comes of it. Finally, Mike, finally, after all this time, Disney Plus is getting a cheaper version. <laughs> I didn't think $7 was expensive, but apparently they're doing an ad-supported cheaper version of the streaming service later this year. Um, as a long-time subscriber, my three years isn't even up yet until November, October, November this year. Um mm. I will not be going to the commercial version of Disney+. Plus. Oh, God, no. This honestly just feels like a safety net plan, right? Uh, they are going to be raising their prices 
uh, at some point in time. Uh, and probably like every streaming service, they always seem to raise it like a dollar every other year. So this will be a little bit of like a safety net of like, oh, if we feel like we're going to lose maybe a couple subscriptions, maybe we'll catch a few in this uh, cheaper uh, ad-supported version. Uh, we have ad-supported Peacock and ad-supported Paramount+. Plus, and not all ad-supported streaming services are alike because on Peacock, we just get like a nice kind of unintrusive like 30-second commercial break occasionally, right? And mm-hmm. usually the commercials are just for Peacock. So you kind of feel like insulated uh, in the streaming service. But Paramount Plus ad-supported might as well just be cable, Seriously, you're getting like 120 second commercial breaks, multiple commercials for like just random prescriptions and stuff like that. Uh, so I could not, uh, I could not earnestly recommend the ad supported version of Paramount Plus. So when Halo comes out, uh, probably go ahead and just splurge for yeah. the uh, so it's for the it, ad free version. It's funny when when you told me that earlier this week when we were texting. Uh, you know, I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember watching commercials on mine, but apparently I've had the ad free version ever since I joined Paramount plus uh, <laughs> back when it was like CBS all access and like the, the final days of the merger or whatever. And I was like, sitting there, I'm like, I don't know if I've been watching this. Cause my, uh, my wife really, really like, she's on a uh, fairly odd parents kick right now on there. So um, I was very concerned. I'd been missing commercials or whatever. Um, like that had been, but apparently we don't have that. However, I did cancel my Peacock paid subscription today so i will I, I never watched it other than using it for the super bowl so um that is you know where what i'm thinking there however you know disney plus i feel the content we get on there is quality i don't want an ad in the middle of my wandavision right like when i'm watching moon Knight, don't give me an ad <laughs> like let's let's watch the whole thing without it so um pretty pretty excited for that however this does feel like me like does this not feel like it's kind of transitioning to like Disney plus like version of Hulu? Like, isn't that how Hulu is? Is There's ad supported regular version. Mind you contents different, but like, do you think it's a test because they might merge Disney plus and Hulu together down the road? Like, is yeah, that, that something that on your very radar? Well could be a, that very well could be a possibility. Also, the funny thing about Hulu is that is like this interesting legacy streaming service that I like, Hulu kind of stepped up to bat not long after Netflix started playing in the streaming service. And Hulu was like, oh, uh, you can get us for free. All you have to do is watch a couple of ads. And I think there's still a large portion of people out there that don't even realize you can get a commercial-free version of Mm. Hulu. So there's some diehard Hulu fans out there that I think would be very, very confused one day when they open it up and see that, like, oh, this is going to be transitioning into Disney Plus in like a couple of months. Yeah. Well, uh, it, right? <laughs> well, uh, well, I I am going to I'm going to beg to differ on that because not in not in a couple of months from today, but in that well, hypothetical scenario, they well, would give a couple months lead time. America is the only country I believe with Hulu. Um everywhere or at least as a separate company because everywhere else they launched Disney Plus and Star, which is their Hulu, which is where all their adult stuff lives. So, um I feel like it's for us, like you mentioned, it's a legacy thing, right? It launched in 2007. Some people still watch what is it? they have like live TV on there, right? On Hulu. I don't have a subscription, but I think you get Hulu with live TV. Yeah. It's similar to kind of like YouTube but, TV, but I would not be surprised if Disney's like, look, every other country except America, we have it as one app with an extended price. Like why not? Let's just 
merge it all together so we don't have to pay for two companies at the end of the day um, and, and kind of make that. Because right now, I believe, uh, I pull up their wiki page real fast, Walt Disney owns 67% stake in it and NBC owns 33%. Yeah, and NBC and just, has Peacock to their stuff. Yeah, and, and just last week, uh, uh, NBC announced that it was going to be canceling its streaming contracts of their content with hulu so it'll probably take you know maybe a a tv season to kind of go through that and any other kind of contracts that are still outstanding but for example you know we uh we watch nbc content like the sitcom american auto we watch that on hulu right now now we have peacock as well but we could watch it there but we just happen to watch it on hulu so that means probably season two of american auto will not be on Hulu. It, so yeah, it, it does says, seem like they are starting to divest from it. Yeah, NBC is going uh, starting this September, actually. They will start pulling content. So yeah, um, I mean, if I was an executive, be all of it soon. Yeah. I mean, if I was an executive over at Peacock or Comcast, NBC, Universal, whatever conglomerate you want to call it, I would say like, hey, this might not be a bad idea to possibly sell our stake in Hulu to Disney get a big chunk of change and use that money to make exclusive content content for peacock let's see if we can make a game changer make the next mandalorian the next game of thrones the next whatever so we can kind of get people stuck to peacock and keep it more of a kind of a premium streaming service yeah pick and choose and i I honestly i wouldn't be surprised if if disney plus is preparing to just instead of star it's disney plus with hulu is the, the third option or the another option right next to um was it national geographic the one i'd never click um so <laughs> I, I really wouldn't be surprised if that's where it's gonna go they'll raise the price and like hey it's gone up two or three dollars but you know you get hulu now with it as well because they had that bundle package with espn right that mm-hmm. you can get so uh, the other reason this is is the the news was finally confirmed this week that the defenders uh, left their home on Netflix this week and are now going to uh, Disney Plus. Now, this is you might be asking yourself, Chris, Mike, this makes total sense. Why would they not go to Disney Plus? This content on these shows is not meant for kids. And prior to this week, this announcement, all content on Disney Plus has been PG thirteen or lower. Um, this TVMA stuff. Uh, you know, again, we mentioned like the sex scenes in Jessica Jones, the the brutal fights and and deaths in Daredevil I don't, and Punisher, right? Like mm-hmm. they are not stuff you normally see on Disney Plus. Um, so on March 18th, they're going to Disney Plus. So I think this this they're adding new parental controls to this. So I feel like they're prepping themselves to turn American Disney Plus into what every other country Disney Plus is, right? So you have like your your kid content, and then you'll have your adult parental controls to prevent the the other stuff. Um, so you can literally watch everything in one app rather than multiple homes along the way. Um, there was a Disney plus promo this week that highlighted daredevil, Jessica Jones and Luke cage, but not iron fist. So I can tell I like whoever's running this already. They, they got good taste, but yeah, no surprise there. I'm curious to see how these characters, if, and will, how they'll pop up. Right. You know, narratively they've kind of wrapped up you know daredevil and jessica jones a little bit over at netflix they kind of saw the 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 self-imposed uh finish line from netflix disney pop up and they try to wrap their kind of character arcs up so Mm. i think we've mentioned this before if we if we see these characters popping up again or these actors again in the mcu uh, they'll probably be more supplementary and not necessarily an addition yeah, I, I wouldn't 
be surprised, honestly. I think if Daredevil gets his own again, but I don't see Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, or Iron Fist getting their own either. They may show up in his show, but I don't think they get their own along the way. Um, but but hopefully maybe they are, you know, uh, ancillary to possibly other things. Like the Echo show, right? We've talked about that being very, very set in uh, the real world. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, all this tying together... Disney Plus, I think within two to five years, at most five years, will be probably gone. Uh, Disney Plus will live, Hulu will be gone, and we will see probably a new Disney Plus or Disney strategy <laughs> on the streaming apps. Oh, it's funny to imagine Pam and Tommy uh, on uh, oh, yeah. Disney Plus since uh, Tommy Lee's uh, penis comes to life and oh, is voiced oh, yeah. by Jake, Jason Manzukas. Yeah. So that'll be a, that'll be a fun day. <laughs> they said they couldn't stop uh, laughing when they were filming that that scene uh, apparently. Um, not surprised. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pop up here um, just watch.com Mike and see actually where is that um, streaming overall? I know it's Hulu, right? Uh, where is it in possible other countries? Uh, I, oh, streaming in the United States. So let's pick another country. Where would we say England maybe? Great Britain? Yeah, or like Australia, possibly. Uh, I don't... Uh, Australia's up there. Alphabetical. It's on Disney Plus in Australia. So oh, like, Pam and Tommy is? <laughs> yep, yeah, because they have the, the star version, like that star uh, choice. Okay, gotcha. United Kingdom on Disney Plus. Like So, like, for us, it sounds weird, but, like, everyone else has been like, yeah, we've been doing this for years kind of thing already. So, um, and here's Hulu. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, it, it would take a lot of people adjusting uh to that but however honestly mike if i if i could be completely transparent here which i always am one app instead of two is way easier for me to to remember where to watch stuff at so um i don't know that's just my thoughts dr strange in the multiverse of madness we are less than two months away did you know that or two months away today even uh, from this movie so very very excited to dive into this and get stuff so the imax trailer in the cut IMAX released. However, they have cut a lot of the action scenes to look different. So I can't get a good shot of like, Oh, is that captain Marvel or a, a different iron man in like the scene? They've even obscured obviously what is professor X a little more like they've, they've zoomed in a little bit and like blurred him a bit to obscure stuff. So like, it's funny to watch these trailers re-release for different formats then be cut based on what the internet's reaction is, right? Like, Oh my gosh, we have these people, internet sleuths, diving into, um, you know the the trailers. But like, you know, yeah, if we're we, gonna be we giving people, if we're gonna be giving people this bigger aspect ratio. We gotta gotta cut back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I will say there's one thing in here I I didn't notice until I got to this version of it. You know the scene where um, they're flying and they they uh, Doctor Strange and America Chavez fly past the T Rex and the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. like. The next one they break into is literally an animated universe, like a, like a like the the star shape breaks into an animated traffic cone and other stuff universe. So, do you think he would go through the end of the Spider Verse kind of thing, or like maybe <laughs> that that would be wild? Like, what if Spider Ham is like on the other side? <laughs> um, uh. I, I, I think that would be very very funny. I mean, I say funny, but like that'd be a fun little Easter egg at the end of the day kind of thing. So, um. Yeah, that's that's funny. That we so that trailer is in our show notes for you guys to come take a look at if you want to uh, in the IMAX thing. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. That's our uh, that's our, 
we we have Morbius next, um, <laughs> and Moon Knight. Moon Knight, I'm excited, but for movie wise, Doctor Strange is like my my big one this year. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. Gonna have a good time with that. But speaking of Morbius, Mike, not five hours ago, maybe six hours ago, my wife looked over at our TV on the wall and said, "That's a cool looking Morbius poster." And I <laughs> said, "Oh, god damn it." Uh, she's like, what? I'm like, I guess you don't know any different. Like we're, we're into this. We understand. We don't know, but on the outside, we have to remember that there are people who just don't know and see Marvel and like, Oh, it's a Spider-Man thing. Literally like this new trailer, the final, final trailer we, we threatened you with last week actually came out and it says from the minds are a studio that brought you Spider-Man no way home. <laughs> did you though? Um, this new trailer was released and you were right, Mike, a hundred percent, right? How much Michael Keaton is in this trailer? A lot probably more. all that they have yeah because uh, i was being very eagle-eyed and we obviously see the exact same scene again where he's in front of the police car like in an alleyway then the other time we see him he seems to be in a jail cell one particular room and then i think there's like a, a shot of morbius escaping maybe a similar facility so yeah. i'm starting to think that maybe at in like act two of the film uh, morbius gets locked up uh, meets Michael Keaton for like a brief moment, a chat, then yeah. breaks out, and then we see Michael Keaton again at like the very, very end to kind of like just like dovetail the conversation together. Yeah. But I mean, I would be surprised if they're holding back and like Michael Keaton's a more um, more prominent mm-hmm. part of the film. But like <laughs> the biggest the biggest elephant in the room is like, what's the explanation of Michael Keaton in this movie? Right? Why yeah. is the Vulture in this Morbius universe? Yep, exactly. Like, why? How does this tie to fucking Spider-Man? And I'm just tired of guessing and, 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 and analyzing. But, like, you know, more they just throw more Michael Keaton in there because they know people are going to talk about it. We're going to bring it up in these shows. He's not even – he's, like, in a prison jumpsuit, right? Like, Michael Keaton, like, both times we see him. Like, he's not in a suit. He's not the vulture. You know, is are they going to give us the vulture at any point in time? I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of thumbed through this – you know, uh, a couple of things, spots here and there. It's a very interesting trailer. They sh- they're showing a lot of like effects kind of throughout the whole thing. You know, there's this big, they've, they must've got a plug in on two things. One things that turn into like traily mists, right? Like when Morbius is moving fast or flying mm-hmm. and two, whenever he transforms into Morbius. Um, so, uh, his, his little facial transformations. I, we we're gonna watch it. Uh, my wife seems to be excited, but you know, like she doesn't know a lot about it. So I'm excited to kind of go in and see her reaction and just kind of get this out of the way. But I don't think there's anything other big reveals in this, right? Other than possibly, I'm gonna guess the villain is a color a palette color swap version of him played by uh, Matt Smith, uh, who mm-hmm. who yells at him and says like I just want to live or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you got it right, Chris. We're just trying to get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to sum it up. I'm not excited about it. Now, they, there is some, some casting news for Craven the Hunter this week, but nothing like you know newsworthy, I feel. But like I, I'm more excited to see Craven the Hunter simply because I feel like there's better actors and you know that's got a better story behind it. I'm not really feeling Morbius. Like, why, why a vampire? Is this just another Jared Little pet vanity project? Like, you could pick any other character in Spider-Man's you know, arsenal or rogue gallery and do it. But Morbius just seems like a really, really weird thing to do of all the things to do uh, of his villain. So I, I feel better for, for Craven, but I don't feel good for this. I also have a thing against Jared Leto. So it's hard for me to, 
let go, <laughs> if you will, of mm-hmm. this. But um, anyway, that, that's in our that's in our show notes. You can check that out below. Moving on, Alien, the franchise, can't kill it, can you? Um, there's a new film in the works from Fede Alvarez, uh, who directed Don't Breathe. And Ridley Scott is to produce this. I didn't really care for the last two Ridley Scott Alien films. Alien Ooh, Covenant neither, and uh, what neither did I. He's try, trying to expand the universe far beyond uh, what it can uh, possibly prop up. But uh, I, I didn't see Don't Breathe. But isn't that the kind of horror suspense movie where people, or is that where the people they break into um, like a blind guy's house? Or am I thinking of something different? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think they they break into the, someone's house. Um. Yes. Either way, if it's if it's a horror movie, that's probably a good director, right? Well, to he, helm he, an alien movie. He also directed the uh, Evil Dead remake in 2013, uh, which oh, you know, okay. I enjoyed. So uh, I didn't watch the Girl in the Spider's Web. I believe isn't that um the isn't that Girl that? with a Dragon Tattoo? Yeah, Girl. Movie? With, he, yeah, so he he directed that one. So I I feel like he's got some good stuff under his belt. I don't feel any. Any problem? I uh, wonder if this uh, movie is to tie into the Alien Apple Plus series in any way. Like, are we kind of relaunching the Alien universe? Yeah. Or uh, taking a different time period kind of approach, like Star Wars, of just like, hey, well, if this isn't working out, let's just pick a different time period because this is space and things have been around for a long time. Was it Apple TV or was it FX that was doing that? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, I I don't remember. (laughs) And FX, and you know, they're not doing a lot, but um, yeah, hopefully it is. I, I, I like the Alien franchise. Um, as a whole, there are some hits, there are some misses, but like the mythology is there, right? Ridley Scott built a really good mythology when he started making these, and James Cameron continued in Aliens, and so on. I think I've always, I think one thing I've always enjoyed about the Alien universe is. The, the movies treat outer space more kind of like the wilderness, like what mm-hmm. creatures, what what mysteries are possibly out there, where I feel like there's a lot of interpretations of outer space in the science fictional world of just like, oh, what fun, different, unique things can we find out there in the universe? Other societies, you know, what, what else is out there? This is more like, though there's lots of danger out there, we're just yeah. trying to get to the sweet minerals inside yeah. of these moons, asteroids, and planets, and then there's, like, these vicious animals that are trying to kill us while we do it. <laughs> but And, and the, the whole point of it is, like, you know, the alien, you know, it was alien and predator. Predator had, like, personality. Alien was just, like, this invisible beast that you just couldn't defeat no matter what you did, right? Like, it, it was built to just, to, to you can kill it but it was it was built to kill you in every way even its blood disintegrated stuff like it was just a perfect kind of design and like they, they kind of got off the rails a little bit and like you know there's eggs and it takes on the personality whatever and there's a queen and so on and so forth but uh i, I feel like you said alien is just it's just a fresh 1980 i, I hate to say fresh 80s in the same but a fresh 1980s thought on how the space and stuff looked and how and how that worked so um, yeah, I, I Prometheus, I think to me is fine. Alien Covenant was just awful, so I'm 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 hoping that you know maybe this breathes some life into it, maybe moves the series forward rather than than backward, if you will, uh, in in time. But even though they did the Alien Four, was the Alien Resurrection that was even farther forward? I don't know, man. Sorry, <laughs> get distracted. Did you watch the trailer for Bullet Train? I didn't even ask you if you watched this. I just put this it in was. Here. 
exciting, Chris. Yeah. This was the very first time I had ever been in a theater. Well, the first time in a long time. We're like a premium, high budget, in your face movie trailer was ever premiered to me in a movie. I was like, what is this? Wait a yeah. minute. So uh, <laughs> you are lucky because I, I I'm I'm lucky I saw no trailers, but you're lucky because I didn't get to see this trailer in theaters. Oh, so I'm kind of jealous of your experience, Mike. To, to, oh, it's like watch I was like, oh, Brad Pitt, and I was like, oh, that other guy who's in Atlanta who plays uh, Paperboy, and also he was Eternal Fa- Fastos. Was he Fastos? He he was Fastos. Yes, he, Fastos. he was not fast. Oh, I got it right because yeah. he's he's not fast. That's how right. I remember it in the movie. Um, yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's a train. And then yeah. I love this kind of personality that we're getting from the main character. And then saw the yeah. pop-up that was from the director of Deadpool D- 2. D- like, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on here. It's, it's very high quality. I mean, Brad Pitt doesn't usually do duds, right? Like he, he's hardly in a dud. And it, I guess was his last action film once upon a time in Hollywood, you'd say probably. Is that Maybe, an action if you, film? If you could consider that action. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he, he really does. It, it, it looks more like his Mr. and Mrs. Smith days, right? Like, when he's doing gunfighting and stuff like that. But he's just so kind of laid back in this one. Like, it's pretty funny. I, I do enjoy watching this. Like, the first thing they tell you is, like, there's a quiet train or quiet car on the street. So, like, it looks like every car has a theme throughout this, right? Like, is that the vibe you're getting from this bullet train? Like I think every- it's going to be more of a standard bullet train. I think the theme is going to be oh. the uh, the characters that he has to go up against. Right, you know, there'll be like a different type of person, and maybe at each car. Right. I do love his like laissez-faire yeah. attitude throughout the whole thing, though. Like you were mentioning, where it's just like, yeah, I'm re- like, they almost kind of gave me like this, um, almost like Spike Spiegel vibe it, from Cowboy Bebop. He he kind of gives me a, he he's dressed like the fear and loathing in Las Vegas guy, right? With his mm-hmm. little hat on and it's like he's just like, yeah, whatever. Uh even though it's totally way far from that kind of thing with with the violence here, but it looks like, you know, there's going to be gunfights, swords, a lot of a lot of Japanese reference obviously because it's a bullet train in Japan. Like uh was it some samurai stuff kind of going on there for a little bit? Um Looks fun. I, I I don't know much about it. I'm not trying to dive into it and dissect this one as much as you know we normally do. But it looks like a really good time, right? Like yeah, a Brad Pitt action what, film. Yeah, this is what you call a tentpole movie. I believe it drops in July, like middle of the summer. Brad mm-hmm. Pitt action movie, Deadpool director. I mean, this is it's got a lot going for it. So hopefully, it's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, I'm very very excited. Other than that, I don't have much much else to go on. So I just know they've been teasing this like. I think during the Super Bowl, they're like, we're going to release the bullet train trailer one day. Don't you worry. It's going to be a surprise. and You're going to love it. And then finally it just comes out for me. It was just on YouTube. So um, <laughs> love, love the, the, the buildup and the lack of suspense, but yeah. Anyway, that's the episode. Mike, this is a very short week. We don't have a lot of news. We did, we recorded our Batman. So I, we apologize for the shorter than usual episode. However, you get two episodes at the end of the day. If you've watched the Batman, uh, which we both say, go watch the Batman, right? Mike, if you get a mm-hmm. chance, go watch yep. it. Um, so, but yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's, 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 let's get on with this. If people know what you're up to, what you're doing, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, And you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N or Instagram, Valdan 87. Uh, I didn't ask you, Mike, but you won't find me playing Elden Ring yet. Maybe, maybe <laughs> later. Um, I did watch someone play it this weekend, so it was pretty cool. 
Uh, people know more about the show where they can listen to our Batman review or anything else. Where can they find all that good stuff at? Oh, all you got to do is head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. That is the Bat Cave for the Superhero Slate podcast to find everything that you could possibly need. Batarangs, uh, show notes, uh, upcoming releases, uh, capes and cowls. You can get us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out and let us know what you're thinking about the landscape moving forward this year in 2020. I would say we're off with a bang for sure with mm-hmm. this Batman movie and also kind of trailing into 2020 with Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, things are things are really starting to pop off. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we love our uh, we love our super fans. So if you want to be a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. That's right. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe.